Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. The last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode. Thank you for joining me. I'm happy to be here. Today we are talking about the single most important thing when it comes to your success. More important than any strategy, more important than any recipe, more important than any location that you're going to find, more important than anything. Now this thing is maybe paradoxically the most obvious yet hidden and obscure thing. Now, without building up the anticipation too much, what is that? It is who you are. And I'm going to dive in deeper because I didn't just create this whole episode just so I could tell you that who you are is important to your business. I created this episode because... It comes up so often. I was speaking to a prospective client who has been watching our content for a long time, taking the online course, has a business, and mentioned that they were overwhelmed. They mentioned that they didn't really listen to a lot of the strategies that I share. And this person was, in some ways, quite self-aware in the sense of knowing what their challenges were and their issues were. But there was something that wasn't allowing them to implement the things that they knew they should. Now, as you guys know, I've worked with a lot of people. Our company's worked with more people at this point than I can count. And I see so many different personality traits, right, from individuals, some individuals who kind of go through the entire process overanalyzing everything. And granted, it's important to be detail-oriented and to analyze things, but you don't want to get into the point where you have an analysis paralysis and you can't make decisions fast enough, right? Then I see people who don't think about anything and they just kind of are like a tornado going through the process. I see people who are overly confident to the point of arrogance where they can't take feedback. I see individuals who are so nervous that every decision feels like they are going to have a nervous breakdown. And I don't want to, uh, really, this is not about demonizing any of our shortcomings as human beings because we all have them, right? We're all growing. And oftentimes when you start a business of this nature, it starts to reveal many of our, mm, we'll call them compulsions, our uh, fears, our ambitions, our uh, bad habits, it just starts to bring everything up. 
And, you know, there are many reasons to why that is, but it's important to know that who you are at your core is going to dictate everything that you do. And the reason this is important is because if you don't address this, you may go on believing that your issues in some situations is, let's say, for example, lack of money. Oh, I don't have the money to do it. That's, you know, on the surface, that's true, but that isn't the thing that might be stopping you. Or you might say, I don't have fill in the blank, or this won't work because of fill in the blank, or this is definitely going to work because, you know, it all comes back to the way that you're thinking about your project, your challenges, the way you're thinking about everything. And sometimes, and I'll talk about fear, for example, and there's, there's many, obviously, elements, but fear is such an interesting one because fear can disguise itself in many ways. It can be obvious and it can just show up as like, I'm scared to do this. Or it can show up as over planning. It can show up as uh, perfectionism. It can show up as uh, a lot of things that don't, if if you're not aware of this, what happens is is you start addressing the wrong thing, right? It's like you're you're trying to paint the walls when you really need to break the wall down, right? You, You start to focus on something and think that that is the issue, but the underlying issue might be that you're afraid. And that's what's causing you to think about things in a certain way. You're uncomfortable. You don't want to have meetings with investors, right? You don't want to invest money in something because you're scared. You're, you're overly defensive, right? Because there's often uh, a couple mentalities that people have. Some people are overly offensive to the point of where it can be scary, right? Where they don't have any exit strategy. They don't have any um, insurance policy, right? You're you're like so offensive, and I don't mean offensive in a in a kind of like derogatory sense that you're offending people, but I mean you are on you're playing offense, but you don't have any defense. Meaning everything is about you know spending money. Let's go and just do it. It's just gonna work, right? I don't have any reserve capital. I don't need to have any reserve capital because it's just gonna work. Now that's foolish. And then people who are playing too much defense might say, well, I can't spend money on anything because I need to make sure I have so much reserve capital, right? Any well-rounded team has a good offense and a good defense, and they know how to interact with one another. So it's about finding balance inside of ourselves and having the intelligence uh, in order to not become overly emotional and to have the self-awareness that if we are becoming overly emotional, reactive, Right. And I can speak for myself in some ways. And I may have shared this in the past too. Like something that I had to grow out over into was allowing my employees to grow and to make mistakes and to nurture them. Because I often found myself being very impatient with employees. If they would do something, I saw them taking an order from a customer and they made a smoothie wrong or something. In that moment, I just wanted to fire somebody because I was like, I can't, I can't allow for people to make mistakes in this business. I was, uh, I was just too on edge. And I felt like, the business would collapse if, you know, somebody got their order wrong, right? Now that's going to lead to a negative review and then that's going to snowball and all of these things. Whereas I learned to be able to manage those things and I learned to be able to nurture employees more and the right kinds of employees by being able to know who should be in the business longer term based on the uh, character that they exuded. So this comes up more than you think. And if you're not aware 
of your, we'll call them shortcomings or challenges, then I'm, I would be, I have to just say, honestly, I'm nervous for you because you have to be aware in order to change those things. And so it's important to do a audit of yourself and figure out what kind of human being are you? Are you impulsive? Are you overly conservative? Are you quick to get angry? Are you quick to move towards fear? What are the character traits that you have that may not be serving you? And how do you work on them and also surround yourself with people who will help balance your character traits out? Some people aren't very organized. Some people are highly creative. Some people aren't creative. Some people are big risk takers. Some people don't take enough risk. As an entrepreneur, there are central qualities that will help you be successful. But overall, more than anything, it's about having many, many tools in the tool belt from an emotional standpoint and a character standpoint, from an intelligence standpoint, and understanding and having the awareness of when to exercise certain things, right? Because some people move too fast, but sometimes it's important to move fast. Sometimes people move too slow, but sometimes it's important to move slow. So you can't have a philosophy that you need to have one singular mentality. Being a great entrepreneur is actually about adaptability, right? It's about being flexible. It's about being agile. It's about being resilient. It's about exercising all of these qualities and knowing when the right time to employ them is. So work on yourself, work on your character, Surround yourself with people who have been through it and can give you perspective because something that I find myself doing a lot with clients when things come up, because things will come up, nothing's going to go the way you, I shouldn't say nothing, but everything isn't going to go the way you want it to go and you believe it should go. You're going to have things that come up that probably challenge you in a very significant way, in a way that you maybe have never been challenged before and it's part of your growth. But one of the things I find myself doing very often with clients is giving them perspective. Something comes up and they're like, oh my God, this is a big deal. And I'll say, no, it's actually not a big deal. This is what you need to do. This is the way you need to think about it in the grand scheme of things. Because it took me a long time to have that perspective. I was on that other side of the fence at one point too. Certain things would happen and I would, you know, some variation of freaking out. I never really had a nervous breakdown or anything, but I had some times where I was very challenged. You know, my character was being challenged. There was, uh, it was a big growth period for me getting started in this industry. And it really helped me ripen and mature into the human being that I am today. But I, I, I would be uh, uh, omitting the reality if I just told you it was easy. It wasn't easy. And it wasn't easy because I needed to grow and mature and have better perspectives and more um, clear a more clear understanding of the reality of the situation. And I had to grow. I had to mature. And so a lot of you will probably go through some variation of that. You know, you, you, someone once said, in order to have more, you must become more. And part of the reason that we are starting a business is because we'd like to have more. And in order to have that, we have to become more. We have to change our perspective on money and on being organized and, you know, everything. So don't underestimate the importance and power of auditing yourself and getting maybe even having people around you give you clear and, 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 and honest perspective on what your strengths and weaknesses are. So you can, if you're not aware of it, you know, be open to feedback 
And know that it's not to say that you should always work on your weaknesses, but you need to figure out how to subsidize your weaknesses so your weaknesses don't compromise your success. Because you, you know, some of the things that you might have to work on might take you a lifetime, but if you can subsidize them, then that's okay. Don't think you have to become an everything. I think that another mentality I see people have when they want to micromanage their businesses is they want to be the accountant, they want to be the marketer, they want to be the manager, they want to make the, it's like you can't, you can't do that. And that's not what I'm saying in any of this. I'm not saying get more skills. I'm saying external skills. I'm saying get more internal skills emotionally, spiritually in your character, strategically, mentally, and know when to employ them because it's all going to come back to who you are. If it's you and it's you and some business partners, you are the seed. Anything that happens in your business is a byproduct in in great part of you. Granted, there are external forces. I don't want to uh, make it seem like they're not, but there are external forces, but it's really about how you surf the wave, right? Like the wave in the ocean is there. And how you surf it is going to be based on you, how you show up, the, the business that you build, the vehicle that you build. So, yeah, I hope this lands for you guys and makes you really realize how important it is that you work on yourself. And I'm always asking myself, no matter where I am, right, because I think sometimes even being successful can be you know, almost pacifying in the sense that, you know, we often see in the world that people who have a lot given to them sometimes are the most lazy because they don't understand the importance or the value of what they have and they haven't built up any character or resilience to work hard and work smart. And so I think success can kind of do this to us. It can kind of pacify us in a way. So I'm always asking myself the question of what is the way that I'm thinking about my business that might not be correct or might be limited what is the way that I'm approaching my business that might not be correct, that might be limited? What's the way that I'm approaching really anything that there's still more? There's more of an opportunity here. I don't want to ever think that I have it all figured out because I think when you get to that place, it's a dangerous place to be. So uh, if you guys need any support in any aspect of your business, you can reach me personally at andrew at startergiespar.com. I hope this was helpful. I hope that... Um, yeah, you take something valuable away from this just in even asking yourself different kinds of questions. If you are interested and you haven't taken our online courses, we have a lot of online courses and, and other uh, free videos on YouTube. If you're, if you're more of a visual person or you just are on YouTube from time to time, search us, startergspar.com there or our website, which is the same domain. Until next time, hope you're happy and healthy. Wishing you guys a lot of success. I'll speak to you soon. Take care.